Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Welcome everyone to the uh, Digging Deeper podcast. Well, here at New Life, we've had a couple interesting weeks, <laughs> so we're a little bit out of pattern, yeah. but we are glad to be on here and talking with you. We're going to actually go all the way back to um, when our student life pastor, Jake Harper, gave a message. Me and Jake talked, talked about the message a little mm-hmm. bit on the podcast uh, last, but we have Brian here with us today yep. and thought we could maybe talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, sorry if... Uh, you were planning on being at church on Sunday. Uh, we were too, but we unfortunately had a water line break. And yeah. It, it made was, a mess of the worship center. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did it break, but it was like behind the stage mm-hmm. and affected the one room we were really needing to use that morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, we definitely yeah. spun our wheels of how to kind of try to make service still work potentially. Mm-hmm. And when we saw water under the stage and that's where all the cabling runs for Music, we like, uh-huh. we need to get this all dry yep. before we get too excited. So, yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. But things are seemingly looking all right. Yes. Um, out yeah. There right now for, and for that update, uh, we've got a company who's helping us out, um, someone who's connected to our church, and they've got fans running literally right now. We can kind of hear it in the background for us. Um, but I'd say the carpet side of things looks really, really good at this point. Like, I think the flooring itself is going to be okay. Now we're just trying to make sure we get the walls all all cleaned out and uh, dried out. So, yeah. But I think I think we're set up that we could probably have service like normal next week. <laughs> and if you didn't know, the week before that, yeah, right. we had like negative temperatures. And so we had a really cool Sunday morning still, you know. Um, yeah. Some people who were maybe a little bit more local or had more accessibility were able to make it out. So we had a smaller group, but there's always something kind of cool that I feel like happens in the room with just a unique situation. So we had a good Sunday and that Sunday, Jay Carper did give the message on um, the Jesus yoke and how we take that up. It is light and the burden can be easy. And he talked about having a non rushed and hurried lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus was busy, but he was never hurried or rushed into things and how can we look at his life and to walk that way and walk slowly and walk alongside him in alignment. So it was an awesome message. What were some of your reflections, Brian? You weren't here. Correct. Just kind of listening back to it. Yep. Yeah. So I, I got to watch online and, um, and I appreciate Jake, man, one, just stepping up and, and, you know, can, um, giving his first sermon in that context and, and he did a great job. So it was great to hear him, um, as I was reflecting on it, I, I, so I felt compelled or, or um, convicted on the concept. Like I think, man, that message that he delivered is is a word that our our culture really needs. Like we are we are very busy, and 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 there's a there's a pride that comes with that sometimes. Like we think, oh, if we're not busy, we're doing something wrong. I think that's kind of baked into our culture a bit. Um, and we've gotten to the place where even if we're not quote unquote busy, like we don't have so much stuff or volume in our schedules or lives, we are a hurried kind of like pace. Like we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're acting kind of frantic and, and man, I just, I see that and I see that in my own life. So thinking back on us, like planning out sermon series and all the Sundays and whatever, and talking about this one, I was like, oh, this message, man, this is one I need to hear again and again. Um, and so I'm glad he I'm glad he delivered it, and I think it's one we need to hear, and mm-hmm. I need to hear it. So mm-hmm. 
I relate to him. Uh, that was one of my, you know, as he's sharing his own kind of reflections and engagement on it, I was like so many times like, yeah, that's me too. I, I heard uh, some of the things that he would say, just, I'm, you know, a lot of doing, a lot of achievement, that kind of mindset. Yeah. That's me. And that can lead to hurry. Like mm-hmm. I got to do more. I got to make sure I'm doing enough uh, to prove that I am enough, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, so I resonated personally with him in mm-hmm. what he was sharing and the challenge of uh, hearing like, nope, that's not Jesus way. Like his yoke is light. And so hurry is not actually a part of the disciples life with Jesus. Um, that That is a message I need to hear over and over again. Um, cause it's easy for me to get back into those patterns and those habits of, of doing faster and more and busy and therefore hurried. Um, so I just, I appreciated hearing the message again. Um, cause it's one I, I need to hear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I resonated with that. Yeah. Uh, just connecting on a personal level that way too. Yeah. <laughs> I like towards the end, he was just like saying, doing these things, like people might literally think you're just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, like our, our cultures got so out of whack that yeah. sometimes they don't recognize the need for these sorts of things. So, yeah. I mean, I even think about it with parenting. You have like this option where you could sit with your child and be present, or you could yes. also engage them in constantly a rushed and hurried lifestyle yeah. as well. And yep. culture will say, you know, that's good for the most part. And our mm-hmm. place right now isn't to say that everything you're doing yeah. is bad, yeah. but it's, we need to be able to constantly hold it up against our actual foundation mm-hmm. and see like, is this actually helpful for my relationship with Jesus and for my family? And um, cause a lot of times we just start going along with things. Mm-hmm. The next thing we know we're, you know, overwhelmed and stressed out and mm-hmm. sometimes it causes make bad decisions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see um, like, you know, being a parent, I've got a, you know, two boys, 10 and seven and, um, we we've been intentional in certain ways where it's like, Oh, you know what? This was for, for my wife and me, what it was like for us growing up. And we don't want to do that. And, you know, we've been able to kind of name some or things that we like, Oh, we love this about our experience. We want to do that too. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed too, like we can be intentional about so many things, but there's so many things we're not intentional about or not even aware of. And so I I wouldn't describe my boy's life as, as hurried. I, I feel like they're actually, they, they're not like, always trying to do, but there are times when I see like, oh, I'm bored or I want to watch something. Like they aren't quite at a place where they can just simply be mm-hmm. like just not doing something or resting. Yeah. And I'm like, how much is that trained from me yeah. or how much is that innate in human nature? And, and I don't know the answer and I don't know that it matters, but ultimately like, man, this, this is an ever present reality where it, it is hard for us just to slow yeah, and to, to take our time into something and just simply be, and I, that is acting as much a mirror as anything for me. Like yeah. how much, how much am I the same way? It um, is a challenge. I mean, the structures that we put into place in society, even like with the school system and yeah, it's right. incredible, like the abilities of things that we have to do. And right now me and Kayla are homeschooling Noah Yeah, and they're luckily it seems like there's a lot of space to kind of have a little bit more of the B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the school system is like, okay, you're here. Yep. They always make sure you have something that you're doing and then yep. your parents pick you up and then you're having dinner and then yep. Yep. maybe you'll squeeze something in it if mom and dad aren't too tired. Mm-hmm. And so yes. it is, it is a challenge, but we have to, and that's why 
we're going to talk about even Sabbath. Like that's such a restorative place for you and your family to come to, to like set priorities in the right space in mm-hmm. the right place, because it's hard to, if you're just going along with the flow of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. Even um, I'm, as you're even saying that, I was reflecting our older older son, he really appreciates having some downtime after school. Mm-hmm. So like when we get home um, after picking them up, like a lot of times he'll just want to go in his room and, and play for a little bit or he might read something or whatever. But when that doesn't happen, if we have an appointment or we need to go somewhere, run some errands, or if he's got swim practice or whatever, um, and he doesn't get that, like we see a little bit of like how that just doesn't set him up well for the rest of the day or even – like the next day or something. Oh, interesting. And there have been times when that's been frustrating. You know, like I feel the the lack of flexibility. He just really wants his time. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm even now seeing like, ah, oh, there's probably really good yeah. things that are coming from that for him. He knows himself. He's like, I want, I want some quiet. I want some of my free mm-hmm. time. Um, and I want to just kind of be, um, and he'll play with Legos or, or whatever. But that's actually might be really restorative time for him. And, mm-hmm. and so sometimes we do need to push him. But can I learn from him in that moment of, hey, it is good. I'm just going to set some margin. My next thing isn't for another hour or whatever. Like, I'm just not going to fill my time. And I think I see a little bit that I'm, I maybe need to learn from him <laughs> in yeah, that moment. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> uh, and when we don't have those kinds of times and we're mm-hmm. living in a rush space, like Noah got baptized and... Mm-hmm. accepted Jesus in his heart. But if we don't create time to reflect on that with him yeah. and ask him about his relationship with like, what does that actually look like for you? And what does that feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, often we can just kind of get into routine with other things. Yes. Um, yeah. And it takes like kind of, at least for Noah, I would say that de-escalation to get to the place where mm-hmm. he can then have that conversation, whether if you just come out of the blue with yeah, that, right, you know? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's, there is something so spiritual and mm-hmm. in God's design of us kind of living at a certain pace. Yep. And, yes. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes we can take the, that hurriedness from other areas, whether it's work and I think school like or families, like those, those kind of dynamics, we tend to have that hurry, but we'll bring that into our, our faith life. And sometimes we won't diagnose that or we won't become aware of it. So like we think, oh, I have to do more. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to be constant. And like, I, I came from a background where, you know, I loved, I love to learn. And I, I was in a circle of people who love to learn with me. And so it got to the point where we we're kind of feeding that. And man, it was like Bible study or something every night. Mm-hmm. And, and it was great on the one hand, but on the other, I'm like, was I just like doing a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and not actually being with the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing a lot of Bible study. How was I praying in that? Like, mm-hmm. it, so it's easy for us, I think, to bring in some of these tendencies in other areas of life on our spiritual life and have that same kind of hurry and even think, oh, this is good because I'm yeah. hurrying for God. And yeah. I don't know if that always brings God the honor we think it does. Yeah. I've heard it said like doing for God versus being with God. Mm-hmm. And that can be a challenge, a challenge in ministry, but kind of shifting gears. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best parts of us going after life groups so hard is yeah. like you can narrate what's going on in your life and you have other people to help you be accountable to like, yeah, where, where are you at right now? Yes. Like where, where are your RPMs mm-hmm. and what are you bringing to the Lord in, um, in a way that's motivating and yeah. loving. Um, so 
yeah, that that's something exciting. And so our groups are pretty much all starting right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right? This this week, um, everybody should or most of our groups, I believe, are getting kicked off, which is pretty awesome. Um, and and we we value so highly being in that kind of community for the mm-hmm. reasons that you said. Like um, sometimes other people can see the things that are just so glaringly obvious that we're blind to, you know, like yeah. we, we think we know ourselves, but uh, we know ourselves in certain ways, but sometimes other people can see it better. Yeah. And it's when we have a community that is open and honest with one another, authentic and, and willing to challenge and where appropriate, like yeah. that kind of community, man, that helps us really grow to be more like Jesus, really um, grow in our faith. And I'm, I'm so convinced that that is essential. So, that's why we push life groups so yeah. much. And, and we, we want we want our life yep. groups, you know, and we're not just go there so people can offer you advice. You know, that's Mm-mm. not at all. It's Mm-mm. let's get to the root of the problem and let's assess and figure out yes. where is this really coming from, not what's just the... Um, the symptoms. Yeah, the symptoms yeah. on the outside and yeah. what's the quick fix to yeah. change it. Yeah. And we can muster it up, all this stuff. Like how can we find God's transformative work about to happen and how yeah. can we like leverage that and press into that and pray alongside the individuals. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, ultimately I think our sermon series are going to be kind of stirring those things yes. up. And then when you come into conversation in a life group, it's just, this stuff is going to yeah. be a natural byproduct and mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the, one of the questions we're going to be just kind of starting off life groups with is like, yeah, what's, what's God doing in your life right now? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what's he, what's he teaching you about? So I'll pose that question to Pastor Brian. Yeah, yeah. What is God doing in your life? Yeah, there, and there's probably a few different ways I can answer that. The one that rises to the surface for me um, quickest, so I'm, I'm reading through the whole Bible. Um, I didn't start at the year. I started like in November or something, so mm. I'd be to about a year come, come November. Um, so right now I'm in, in the book of First Kings, and I'm doing... Uh, a little bit more of a like several chapters a day, and so I'm kind of getting more of that overview of the Bible rather mm-hmm. than get deep down into details. And what I've appreciated about that this time around is um, how much, especially in the Old Testament, God kept calling people and giving opportunity, even to like some of the first kings after the kingdom split. It's like, if you follow my commands, if you do what I'm telling you to do, like there will be blessing. This is going to go well for you. Um, and if you don't, like the kingdom's going to be taken from you. Like it's going to fall apart. And I just see how over and over again, he gives people chances, but human beings, we just fail. Like we just can't do it when we're left to our own devices. Um, we just, we make a, a mess of it. And David was that way. And David is propped up as like the best king in Israel. And like he's highlighted as like, here's the standard we want to achieve. Yet he still failed. But over and over again, because of David, like God's like, I, I'm giving favor where there shouldn't be favor. I'm giving grace where there shouldn't be grace. And he's like, he's providing ways out or he's saving people or he's coming through in, in ways that's like, if it were just this versus this, like it shouldn't happen, but here, here God is showing his grace. And so what, I, what I'm taking away is no matter um, how much I, I fail, if I turn back to him, like he, he can still use me. Um, if I screw up and, and, and you know, make a mess of things, like he's still there working. There might be consequences, but he wants to continue to push forward and, and use me. And so he's using broken people yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And I've just been struck by that 
And yet he still consistently calls, like, come back to my commands, come back to my way, like, do this mm-hmm. how I'm telling you, and it's going to go well for you. Um, he's, he is just so patient. <laughs> he is so patient with us. Yeah. And I see that in, in these yeah. stories of the kings. Over and over again, like, how God works through broken people is just, it's fascinating, but I mean, makes sense. <laughs> It'd be less appealing for people if God only worked through the perfect. I know, people, right? You know, oh, so. And so, but sometimes we think that, mm-hmm. like, even even if it's not conscious, like yeah, just that yeah. subconscious kind of drive of like, oh, I have to do, otherwise, you know, God won't. Or if I do, then He mm-hmm. will. I think we sometimes think that way, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm not thinking that way. Yeah. Even in, as I'm leading our church and being a pastor, like, no, like. I'm I'm doing this because I love the Lord and and this is what's best for me, best for people, and it's not a, a transactional kind of yeah. thing. God is gonna be faithful and He's gonna turn bad things into good things. So where I mess up and do wrong or make mistakes, He's still He's still gonna work. Such and, a sin nature kind of thing that wants to continually mm-hmm. like disqualify you. Yes. Um, for what you're doing and yeah, yeah, that can be that can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've been really appreciative just how much I feel like you've helped me just recognize how much identity just through your teaching we have in Christ. And when we can really harness that, a lot of this other stuff seems to really diminish. And a lot of you holding on to you (laughs) starts to (laughs) diminish and everything becomes a lot easier. Um, So, yeah. And actually that kind of segues. I would say I'm about to give the message on pursuing worship in Mm -hmm. John 3. 330, the whole, he must increase, but I must decrease has kind of been on my heart. I mean, for a long time, it's just so easy. I mean, culture wants to tell you, I mean, the world or sin nature, (laughs) you know, like do what you want to do and do what you need. And, and obviously we know as Jesus followers, like that leaves you empty every single time. Yeah. And God's just waiting, waiting right there. Be like, I'm here, I'm ready. And, Mm -hmm. um, so that's been kind of a shaping thing for me, just constantly remembering constantly like I need to lift him higher and people might feel like, Oh, I don't, I don't struggle with that, but I can promise you if you look, there's some place in your life where you're elevating yourself over the Lord and um, he wants to work on that spot. Are you going to let him? And Mm -hmm. for me, it's, you know, you're, as you're getting older, it's like, you know, I got to let go of this thing. I Mm -hmm. can't hang on to this anymore. Mm So yeah, that's been a really, that's kind of where God's been at work in me and just distraction too. I would just say, yeah, yeah, we just get so busy with different things. And mm-hmm. as we've been narrating here, yeah. um, that I just don't want to miss out on the simple moments of ministry that I could have with other people because yeah. I'm thinking about how I got to get my sandwich and get back to work or like mm-hmm. whatever else, you know? Yeah. It is a tendency it, it, for me, and I think probably for a number of people who might be listening, um, where we just, we're, okay, we're moving from one thing to the next, kind of back to Jake's message. But that word margin, um, that was a really helpful. So it's like slowing down, not trying to jam so much stuff in there. I might still be busy, but is there margin? He talked a little bit mm. about that. And that practice, I don't always do well at. Like sometimes I will schedule back-to-back meetings or something like that. <laughs> but like I, I'm, I need to continue to train myself and allow the Lord to help me see, put a half an hour between those things or, or just like a little bit of a gap and don't try to jam. Oh, I'm going to get a few emails done, but rather just, okay, I'm just going to sit and just going to slow down a little bit. Like that practice during the day when I do that and do that well, Oh, that is so life giving like that building in of margin was one of the most helpful 
practical things that I could do. Um, and, and again, sometimes I'm successful at that. Sometimes I'm not, but, um, having margin throughout the day allows us to slow down, to avoid that hurry. And I think really then be more attentive to the Lord, like, okay, what's he doing today or right now in this moment? Um, and so we can ask that question, what's he teaching me? Like, ah, I have something to say, you know? And, um, yeah, so I don't know. That's just another reflection building off what you just said there. Yeah, that is, that is great. And so we're, about to get into our series and yeah. the first week is going to be pursue scripture. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And then I'm going to give the message on pursuing worship. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> Excitedly nervous. Yes. Slash. I know, I know the Lord is going to provide and it's going to be awesome and yeah. great. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a different, I definitely have a appreciation for you giving messages every week. Sure. Yeah. It's a lot. And I didn't recognize the emotional. Um, mm. Yeah toll it takes yeah. i guess but in a good way i yeah. wouldn't say it's you bad you put it's just yourself more, in it yeah you yeah. it really takes a good amount out of you mm-hmm. um so i'm excited to share yeah. some of that and what the <laughs> lord has kind of been sh- has been showing me through this time so yeah yeah i'm excited mm-hmm. it's uh yeah Cody's been sharing it with our preaching team just as part of our process. And so I get a, I got a real good sense of where he's going to go. And I'll just tell you, everybody, it's it's going to be awesome. Um, and it is a it is an overflow of your heart. Like, that's what I appreciate. Um, it is a, it's a vision casting thing. It's like, what does worship look like for us? Not just Sunday morning, but pursuing a life of worship. And, um, and, and we tend to think of the, oh, I should sing every day or, you know, these little practice things, but you're, you're going to a deeper, more heart oriented kind of thing. And I feel like it's your heart, like mm-hmm. what you're sharing with us. So, um, a little teaser there for yeah. you. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to it, be good. I, and that's, that's exactly right. I think when I first started, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this. And then as I got deep, I'm like, oh, this, this is my mm-hmm. heart. This is my experience. This is what I've seen. Yeah. And this is what the Lord is really bringing me to. So yeah, I am excited to share it. And, um, yeah, I feel like the Lord's going to transform some things for people. So yeah, cool. that'll be really awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'll give the pursuing worship, and then yep. um, you're going to talk about pursuing prayer and then pursuing community. Yes. And um, we were kind of going over what the pursuing prayer looks like. And in the same thing of being rushed and hurried, mm. we were talking about how there's the prayer, and then there's also the listening. Yeah, and do yeah. we do that well? And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really helpful for people to kind of start to think through mm-hmm. I mean, and bring into practice for themselves because honestly, we want to we kind of the same like, God, thank you for the food and uh, how can we get to eating? You yeah, know, right, like, right. <laughs> it is very, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. This is going to be kind of a great setting of the stage for what our church is really yes. wanting to go after on the pursued side of the vision. Yes. And even yep. with Jake's message, I feel like it was kind of a good primer. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't here, please go back, listen to Jake's message. It was great. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I, I think um, we're, you know, we're naming these four practices. There's four key ways to pursue Jesus, but they're certainly not the only ways. And like what Jake was talking about was slowing down that, that more slowness, simplicity, Sabbath. There are these other things that help us pursue Jesus and I think throughout this whole series, my hope is that we're we're cultivating that attitude, that that posture, that heart kind of turn towards him. And we're giving some key ways to do that. But what we really want is that heart. Like we just want to go after Jesus. Can we stir that in our church family? And I think it's here. And we just want to continue to yeah. grow deeper and go more into that. Um, so yeah, because that's what we're about. We're all about him. We want to be with him. We want to be like him. And we want to share his good news with all yeah. those around us. So, yeah. 
yeah. I'm excited about the series, and I'm I'm looking forward to the work that God's going to do through it. Yeah. I, yeah, I just keep. I don't want to say daydreaming about the fruit, but there's just <laughs> I've just been really excited about being a part of a community where we're really going after these things intentionally, and then letting God do the rest of the work. Mm. And how much easier that is than trying to create this vision or mission that is a lot of us driving it but mm-hmm. you know we try to frame it up as god and i, I don't know i don't know so yeah, yeah. sorry i haven't thought a lot about that thought <laughs> this thing, but um i'm really excited for where our church is headed yeah and um it's just i feel like you're we're already seeing a lot of the fruit just in the conversations i'm having in the lobby and um just with uh the participation in life groups and mm. yeah it's it's a cool time to be here right now yeah absolutely god is working which is fun yeah, so that's really all we have for you guys with uh, service being canceled this yeah, last right. week. But thanks different. for yeah, just kind of <laughs> hanging out with us and processing through our thoughts and mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, looking at what life groups are going to be going after. And we'll be starting our Pursuit Series this weekend. So yeah. we would love to see you guys there. Um, we'll see you later. Take care.